Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montrulo, uh, joined here joined here by my co-host, uh, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? <laughs> mm. I was just swallowing some wine. I'm great. Uh, it's the end of a short week, three-day work week. Um, got to talk to a few crazy people. Got to talk to a voice actor. Uh, I don't know how famous he is, but the, some of the stuff he done is, is very famous. And I wasn't interested in that, but he was very interested in telling me at least six times and then doing the, his most famous in character voice. Um, <laughs> and I realized like what happens if a clown becomes famous is because it, like they just become more obnoxious and is, they're convinced that the gag that they have that makes two and three year olds laugh is also endearing to adults and it's not, but you can't tell them off because he's rich and famous now. I talked to you him for tell 12 me, minutes today. You, you have to tell me who it is off air, but I, I, I really yeah. hope it's Kevin Conrad. <laughs> I can't say who it is for privacy reasons, but okay. it, it was the most obnoxious 12 minutes of my or Kevin year, Conrad, I, mean. I think. And the year is only, well, three days old. But <laughs> Also joining us uh, this week uh, from Twitmo, but she's on work release right now, uh, Miss Jules. Hi. Uh, Jules, what's going on? <clears throat> Not much. Thank you for having me on again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we love when you uh, can find time to come on. It's really awesome uh, to hear your insights. And uh, so, yeah, you got banned basically because a bunch of TERFs mass reported you. Exactly. Um, yeah, I'm basically a target, but this time um, I got, uh, I guess, put in Twitmo for calling somebody a shithead turf and i i actually spaced out the acronym so i'm not really sure like how it went through as a report but you know twitter but it's yeah, cool you, for you, you can't say to, you can't yeah. say shitheaded like you can't say that word like what we're you have to be an adult to be on the website right yeah yeah so, no but it's yeah. cool yeah, for it's nazis know. to advocate for you know raping people and oh, for yeah. the president to threaten I, nuclear war and shit exactly like and when i've gotten death threats twitter told me that they did nothing wrong oh. so it's been yeah it's it's been a great ride on twitter for the past uh you know nine years that i've been on it <clears throat> did they get so now are you permanently like banned or is i that... don't know i'm still waiting on my appeal they haven't sent me anything and it's uh going on seven days tomorrow you yeah. know, last time I got Just suspended, I yeah, last time I got suspended, I actually quote tweeted the guy that was sending me death threats and they suspended me and not him. And I right. said, this guy is sending me death threats. And they said that I was being abusive. Wow. Well, cl clearly, you were promoting his violence. So, <laughs> right. You, you had to you're not allowed to you're not allowed to be popular and, and criticize people. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. Like, right. clearly, you're not allowed to have a lot of followers and criticize people. It was whatsoever. crazy. So it actually took about 10 days for me to get reinstated. They never even sent me any kind of response. I just got reinstated and I didn't even know I was reinstated. Somebody texted me and were like, Jules, I can see your profile. And I was like, what the hell? That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I've been checking, you know, religiously just in case they need more information or whatever, but I haven't gotten anything back. It's always weird Jesus. when you, you you find out things about your own social media by people texting you from from like <laughs> yeah. seeing it in the news. You know, like it's I had a good times. I had a tweet that was um, when I called Bill Maher a misogynist piece of shit. It got featured on Jezebel, and people were like, "Oh, hey, you're you're Twitter famous now because this fucking you called Bill Maher a piece of shit." Uh, oh my gosh, it's always weird. Like when something like really. I, you don't feel like it's like a big deal and you say it and then all of a sudden it kind of goes viral and like you don't think anything of it don't go online for a while mm -hmm. and then you have like your mom message you and be like i just saw a picture of you on twitter <laughs> and i saw it on facebook and i was like yeah. what the hell <laughs> um there was a That's screenshot great. of a tweet of mine that was shared on the uh fuck jerry instagram account and had gotten shared like hundreds of millions of times and i was like oh i hope no one fucking recognizes me because that'd be fucking weird but i don't even remember what it was but it was like all right this is screenshots of twitter is all facebook is now by, by like ants that aren't on twitter that's all it is exactly mm -hmm. so it's so yeah. weird because it's like always people that i know like i've seen you and i'm like oh shit <laughs> like i literally escaped to twitter to get away from you <laughs> like don't go find me yeah God. yeah yeah um, yeah, so a lot of stuff happened this week uh, that I want to touch on. 
Uh, all that I missed. Yeah, all that you missed. Uh, it's been a fun-filled year already. Yeah, yeah, well, so, you know, the year's kicking off, and obviously with the uh, kickoff of the new year, we have the kickoff of the 2020 uh, election cycle, uh, because mm-hmm. we're fucking psychos and decide to run two-year elections <laughs> rather than, you know, five-month elections like all the European countries do. Um so the first prominent Democrat, uh, you know, there there have been a bunch of uh, Democrats announcing that they're running, people like Andrew Yang, Richard Ojeda. But the first really big mainstream name to uh, announce her candidacy uh, is, of course, Elizabeth Warren. Um, well, now, exploratory committee. Which yeah, is, yeah, yeah. She had a campaign rally today in Iowa. Yeah, at a yeah, bowling she drew, alley. She drew tens of tens <laughs> yeah. of people. Tens of people came there to see. Uh, I, I love how uh, Dave Weigel, uh, Washington Post reporter, uh, tweeted out a picture. It was like, oh, look at the overflow crowd for Warren's rally. And it's like a line of like maybe 20 people outside of a bowling alley who couldn't get into her bowling alley. I'm like, this is like, like, and I think I said to you, like, oh, yeah, 2.0. Yeah, maybe maybe if she's if, we don't, if we're not careful, she's going to be uh, selling out fucking out. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Applebee's sooner. I think I said Olive, uh, Olive Garden. Gardens. Yeah. yeah. Oh my I mean, gosh. it's just, it's just, they all look like, like geriatrics too. Like it was the longest time they'd spent outside of a car or a, a building in years. <laughs> yeah. Oh and look, I, I have, I, I'm not going to say I have nothing against Liz Warren. I, I like, I could care less about her, but like this idea that she's even remotely close to Bernie Sanders is, is just beyond preposterous. And I have, you know, my issues with Bernie, but of all the people who are prominent names who are running in 2020, he is, head over heels better than all of them as of now that have right. you know and she's I, I mean this idea that she it, like like it oh it's like obviously it's like bernie and Liz, and warren are like the two progressives it's just fucking nonsense like does do does nobody pay attention to her voting record no no not at they, all they don't they it's don't know just... voting records and if you bring it up it's sexist and racist <laughs> right you know when, when they tried to say like well hey what do you think about israel and massacring civilians she just was like nah, i don't want to talk about it ran away uh she sounded like yeah. fucking like a right winger when they asked her about israel right well every democrat's a right winger when it comes well. to israel uh but it, people like elizabeth warren because they remind the her of their mom or their you know liberal aunt <laughs> or yeah. uh you know or, or just like their friend because they're of that age you know i when i see elizabeth right. warren like i she looks like my mom a lot like she mannerisms are somewhat similar um somewhat affable but still is kind of like oh i'm gonna do a, a dna test and it turns out uh, trump was right it's just like this is who you want to put on a debate stage against donald trump yeah oh, he will God. tear nope. her in fucking half dude <laughs> so yeah. My thing with Liz Warren, she can occasionally. This is her the difference between Elizabeth Warren and Hillary Clinton, and I think they are similar in a lot of ways, but um, obviously not in in terms of the Wall Street factor. That might be the one area where Elizabeth Warren is decent, like you know, as opposed to Hillary Clinton, who was, you know, the queen of showering herself in Wall Street cash. But right. um, the thing with Elizabeth Warren is when she's being genuine and she's just like talking to people about whatever. She's likable, but she very often uh, falls into this like politician speak, and it's so fucking cringy and almost as bad as Hillary trying to be relatable, you know, which is like Hillary all the time, you know, that right. that, that just really phony. And I, it's like she has the worst fucking team, uh, consulting team of all time, Elizabeth Warren. Like the, 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 the amount of cell phones that that campaign does, or that her, that just her whole political machine does is is fucking unreal to me like like the dna test that you mentioned is is one of the big i i really think it's one of the like top five political blunders in in dc history like it is so fucking light speed stupid to to tone deaf as hell yeah i mean it's just a you don't get in the mud with donald trump about just fucking nonsense that you know like he's he's you know calling you pocahontas so and b it like this idea it's it's like peak white like liberal feminism to say like oh well i will have you know that i'm one you know 234th uh you know cherokee and uh, it like maybe so jules i don't know if you saw this but the the real donald trump account shared a meme and it was instead of saying elizabeth warren 2020 it said elizabeth warren 120 20th Oh my god! No, <laughs> I did not see that. 
And I said that to Carmen. I was like, you know what? I got to give him credit. It's pretty fucking funny. And like, that is pretty funny. <laughs> he's still such a buffoon. Oh, oh he's God. such a dickhead. Oh, yeah. But oh, he didn't come up with that. An asshole. Yeah, but that's but see, but that's how how weak of a candidate she is. That he could he could fucking own her, and he's uh, you know a fucking buffoon like right. he, but, but she's and still honestly like... like he doesn't give one fuck about you know the pipeline or anything like that but guarantee that he will bring it up and mm-hmm. he's gonna say where were you about you know any kind of native rights in this country or any kind of you know native issues she's been silent dead of silent course. that's what's so fucking crazy is trump knows the left better than liberals do and he knows how to fucking exactly. troll liberals on that shit and it works because they will yeah, and then they'll say, "Oh, it's just help from Russia." And if you care about the, you know, <laughs> KXL, you're just be, you're being fooled it's by Putin. Russians, right? Yeah, it was Putin uh, releasing those water cannons on water protectors. Yeah. Fucking yeah. asshole! Yeah. So, it was Putin forcing you to show empathy for native people being gassed by their own country. How dare you? <laughs> so, like, and again, she just has the worst political instincts of all time. She obviously should have backed Bernie in 2016. She obviously should have spoken out against Apple. She has, and I know people who've who've consulted for her, and I know the way that they think, and that they they are very much in that DC bubble. She has the worst team around her, I, I think, of any politician in Washington, because there's literally no political capital for her to lose by coming out in support of the no dapple protests when they were happening it's not like she was gonna actually get any change affected and she could have taken the political victory to say i stand with these people who i claim are you know right. I, I claim to be a part of you know she um, she 164th supports them <laughs> right <laughs> and but but like she just has the worst fucking instincts in the world and she listens to idiots so i i think she shot that was that was the moment for me I mean, maybe, maybe, probably not backing Bernie was the moment she, you know, obliterated her chances uh, at ever becoming president. Uh, but it, it's just like, I, I almost feel bad because she's going to end up with like seven, eight percent of the vote. Like, mark my words, like when when all said and done, you t- like total her uh, her popular vote tallies, it'll be like seven, eight percent before I she still drops feel out. like that's like carving too much in into oh, anybody that could be like even marginally left and. You know, she's basically like a spoiler. And, you know, I feel like she should have run last time if that's what she wanted to do Mm -hmm. um, instead of allowing herself to be bullied by Hillary Clinton. You could tell like right away that, you know, she was basically just going along with that campaign. She doesn't fight for anything. She's not strong on anything. She goes along with stuff decently well. You know, decently well, but she's not. You can tell that she's not comfortable with the shit that Israel does. She just doesn't know how to even parse her words enough to try to play both sides of, you know, two state solution rhetoric or whatever. She's she's just like mm-hmm. eh, I don't know. I don't want to think about it. That's all she yeah. is good at. I really. mean, she goes along and with she's the voted Trump for every budgets. single yeah, all the war budgets, all the spying. You know, so she's she's just yeah. terrible. Like yeah. honestly, if she wants a cabinet position, doing something with like, you know finance or whatever oh, yeah. that's what she should head do at the scfpb again like that would be, i'd be fine with that you know right but she has no um, business being president she no. you know can't lead yeah right. no she's not a lady she's she's so yeah. i so the, the other funny thing and the reason i wanted to mention her is because she is uh part of this new wave of uh politicians trying to be relatable uh because aoc is amazing at social media and and knows exactly how to reach uh people of our generation because she's from our generation so now all these politicians have their consultants being like oh well you need to do uh what aoc does look at how popular she is and she's online on the instagrams with the kids you know (laughs) live streaming her cooking in the kitchen so why don't you do that Uh, she drank a a beer i don't know if you saw the. i have the audio i have the audio from it it is so it is so like hello fellow humans so i'm gonna play the audio (laughs) from that (laughs) And we'll uh, chat about it. It's really. <laughs> Hold on a sec. I'm going to get me um, a beer. <laughs> oh, Christ. This is how my mom offers me a beer. This is Instagram Live hey. that she did on New Year's Eve. Lover, my husband Bruce is now in here. Um, you want a beer? No, I'll pass on the beer for now. You sure? Okay, okay. say hello. Yes. So, this is my sweetie. Hello. Um, he's... And I'm oh, crazy. I love you. I love you too. Thank you for being here. Pleasure. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, enjoy your beer. Who have we got here? For being so here far? in your own house. Um, Skylar uh, and 14 others. Hello, Denise. 
Hi. Fortnite. Good to see you. Oh. Oh, oh, Kenny, is that right? Kenny and the boys? I'm glad to see you. Is that a greeny goddess? Wow. That's a name I'd like to have. What the fuck? What even so, was that? Or as my mother always referred to me, uh, the surprise. You know, you know, you know, you know, it's one of the things that, that um, we had to decide was when to do this. I never thought I was going to run for politics, any kind of elected office. So who else have we got here? Darth? It's good to see you, Darth. I'm glad you're here. You know, that's what gets me in this fight. That's what makes me excited. So here's to 2019 and changing the world. Yeah, so, uh, you know, <laughs> it's just... It's so incredibly cringe. I mean, oh, it's so somebody compares body is a, a side by side shot of her, the way she drinks a beer, and the way that uh, the the Croatian war criminal guy took poison in court and <laughs> killed himself. <laughs> and it was like the same execs, like just really awkward, like tilting it way up and just like pursing your lips and just just jamming it in your mouth, you know, like completely unnatural and un unhuman. Um, can we also just talk about how she just thanked her husband for being in her own house? Oh, hey. <laughs> Thanks Thank for, for being, being here, here, babe. Like, she had to talk fuck? him into being on the, the thing. To like, totally, totally, totally normal human yeah. conversation that thanks you have with your spouse. Like, yeah, thanks for being in my house today and not your apartment. <laughs> what was it, Ivy Goddess? That's a name I'd like to have. Oh like, my that, god! Th this that what? felt as creepy as the Kevin Spacey video. Honestly, yeah, that was really weird. <laughs> I, I mean, I just politicians. Beto did this too. He he cooked like risotto or some shit on on Instagram. It's like. You, this is not your thing like stop it like it's not your fucking thing no you're not natural you didn't do this before like, skateboarding just, just and loving israel is his thing okay so <laughs> oh my gosh for real isn't that what made uh what's her name's calf's cramp up oh gosh oh, yeah, yeah. Um... it was his cooking skills oh, yeah, that life. and yeah. that's what they don't yeah. understand it's like they don't get that it's just oh millennials must love watching live cooking shows on instagram no it's not we don't give a shit about that we don't give a shit about whether she's doing her laundry or whatever it's just the fact that she's multitasking naturally multitasking and doing things and using social media and not just using social media but the things she's saying about social media about uh you know free college tuition about medicare for all about a green new deal that's what they care about. They don't care about the platform. They're just impressed that she can incorporate it into regular things she already does. It doesn't work exactly. when you're trying to like, you know, uh, hi, everybody. Here is my husband. I am going to drink a beer. You know, it doesn't. I robot. Yeah, no, I, I said on Twitter, like, just be happy that Hillary isn't running again, because you know that they would, like, build her, like, a kitchen studio, and she'd be in there being, like, uh, you know, cook, like, like preparing, like, escargot, and be like, I hope you're all going to escargot to the polls this November. Oh, my gosh. Right. <laughs> it would be Listen, like... the year is still early. She might still run. She oh, always comes out, like, God. at the end. Well, my, when I read that the DNC had approved 12 debates this year, I was like, there's no fucking way Hillary's running on uh, <laughs> So it's way debates. too many for her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, that's, yeah, I mean, she barely survived the fucking six. I, I would, you know, Bernie really trounced her every one of their debates. Yeah, but you know what? There's going to be so many assholes up on stage. They're going to, like, basically just demolish each other. So it's she'll true. try to come in there and be like, I'm that's the popular true. vote president. <laughs> or she could just not announce until they've already finished, like, 10 of those debates, and then she throws her hat or, in the Or the, the super, delega sure. super delegates could just vote for her on the second round of balloting, even though she wasn't running like which has actually happened before uh, i think it happened in the 50s if i'm not mistaken like that that the uh delegates just elected somebody who wasn't running for president like in some hmm. kind of like a fucking coup basically mm -hmm. I, I i'll get back to you on that, that yeah. next week but, they, but yeah i mean you know the democratic party has been notorious for uh skirting the will of the voters I mean, that wouldn't surprise me at all to be honest with you if they did that they were like, well, you know, Trump's a unique threat, and obviously we can't go in with a wild-eyed socialist like Bernie Sanders, despite exactly. the fact that he won all these primaries and that he's the presumptive nominee. We need to make sure that we beat Trump this time and, you know, <laughs> whatever bullshit that they... Then she'll lose for the third time. I, I actually kind of almost, part of me, hopes that they do that, because then we'll actually overthrow the government. I mean, like, if they really tried to do something like that, 
I, people would fucking riot, like, and and they would they'll get. Just, you know. They'll blame Susan Sarandon. They'll blame Bernie for running in the first place. You know, and they'll so say that it's his fault. So it'll be Jill Stein's fault somehow. Russia, yeah, yeah, of course. I'm waiting for the Bernie is a Russian agent. You know, fucking uh, articles. Like, I'm, 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 I'm just. I know oh, they've done those a little are already bit of it, out but... there. Those are already, yeah. those exist already. Those are already out there. Well, yeah. like the shit libs on Twitter say that, but I'm I'm waiting for like the New York Times expose on like you know, well, Bernie, you know, he had connections to this guy who had which you know they say well, the, about his the Guardian. The Guardian already does that shit. The Guardian already made up a completely fabricated story about um, what's his Julian name, Julian Assange. Julian Assange <laughs> meeting Man- with or, uh, Manafort or Manch- yeah. Mansion, one of those. No, it was guys. Manafort. 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 Uh, so this fictitious. <laughs> meeting in the most heavily surveilled building in the world <laughs> i love how that story just totally went away by the way and, and, and ever and nobody like is like wait no but you just made that story up like you and and there's no consequences yeah. whatsoever and that reporter is like in a bunker somewhere right now oh yeah like, he, he stopped tweeting yeah. fast i noticed I'll, that's one of the things i like to actually go look for myself is like you know just for example a pago thing well all these supposedly progressive justice dems uh, who voted for Pago? I went to all their accounts, and it was all just like nothing but cheering their first day in Congress. Not a word about Pago. You know, it's mm-hmm. like why, if you are so proud of your first day, why aren't you celebrating your your Pago vote? Right? Like where? So where is that? You know? Yeah. Well, so that I mean, I guess we should just talk about it then. The uh, you mentioned obviously. So uh, yesterday, uh, the new Congress was sworn in. Uh, you know, which is which is there was there was a lot of, you know, things to be happy about. Obviously, uh, the Republicans don't have a super majority anymore or they don't have a, a uh, you know, like a, a majority in all three chambers, which is good, I guess. Um, and I say, I guess, because uh, Nancy Pelosi's first order of business as new speaker of the House was to uh, ram Pago into the uh, new rules package and. We've talked about Pago on the podcast before, but basically Pago is a uh, right-wing bullshit framing uh, uh, rule which says that you need to pay for uh, any any legislation that you pass needs to pay for itself, I think, within like five years or some some ridiculously arbitrary number. So you basically can't add to the deficit, which is, you know, you may on the surface be like, oh, that makes sense. But when you actually think about it, anything... Uh, you know worthwhile in terms of social programs things obviously like medicare for all would cost a ton of money up front but in the uh long term over the course of 10 years would save the literal planet (laughs) i mean my god no no, well medicare for all i'm talking about the green new deal obviously also green new deal but medicare for all yeah um will literally save save millions of dollars over 10 years (laughs) and save 17 trillion dollars and yeah again it's like even if it did add to the deficit who gives a fuck like it's the right thing to do but it it, the great thing about it is it doesn't even do that like it it would save 17 trillion dollars over over a decade and green new deal would cost a lot of money up front would create millions of jobs and save the fucking planet as you said like um well but all these things are impossible to pass under the bylaws of pago so the only reason that you would do this is to force any major new program whether it's medicare for all or green new deal to have to raise taxes a lot right at the get-go right Mm -hmm. and the purpose of that is to drive a wedge between everyone that wants it and everyone who doesn't know much about it because the first thing they'll hear is oh it raises taxes no thanks right Mm -hmm. so it's a way to kill it because they know it's it's untenable for pelosi to push for that and for all these progressives to go along with it they know that they know that makes it way harder for these things to happen now right yeah. And, and you know, it, it just it was so fucking depressing. Like the first day in, like so many of the, the the what we would think of as good progressives voted for, like Barbara Lee voted to pass these rules. Uh, Ilan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, which really fucking killed me because she's uh, she's been great like so far, like, uh, you everything. know, for the most part on, on almost everything like. So, you know, she's like one of the first Palestinian. I think she is she the first. She's the first. Yeah, first Palestinian American. Well, and they're they're the two first, first Muslim, Muslim women, women yeah. in Congress. And I'm like, I, God, I want to fucking love her so much because I love everything about her. I love her her tone. I love how she like doesn't give a fuck. Like she'll just say whatever she thinks. But 
So, like, God, come do on, you feel like you this was that? just a loyalty pledge, just as like sort of an olive branch to Pelosi to, I think so, to go along with it? Just kills me. And they like, believe her promise you... that they'll waive the pay go rules for any actual progressive legislation, like she says they would. But no. yes, well, so I mean, like, th- so that was that's their excuse is that so they were given a sh- so Pramila Jayapal and Mark Pocan, who are the leaders of the Progressive Caucus, which is laughable um yeah it uh them i i don't trust at all they're that they they've had a history of of sure going along with it but so they said that they got assurances from nancy pelosi that she would waive the paygo rule in order to pass uh democratic legislation things like medicare for all green new deal in order in order to bring them up for a vote so if you're not in favor of paygo and she said she's going to waive it for these policies you support. Why would you even institute it in the first place? Why would you ever agree to institute it in the first place? Exactly. She's fucking lying. She's like Mitch McConnell. It's like, you know, Mitch McConnell's like, oh, yeah, sure. We'll let DACA come up for a vote if you open the government again. Mm-hmm. Right. Of well, and, and she's a fucking liar because a year ago, uh, she tw- a year and a half ago, she tweeted out, if Democrats retake uh, the House in 2018... Within the first 100 hours, we're going to pass $15 an hour minimum wage. I had, totally forgot about that. You're right. Yeah. She has did she say that. said fuck all about that in the last 100 or last 72 hours? Nope. Not a fucking word, right? Liar. Nancy Pelosi is a fucking liar. And, you know, the, the funny thing is that would actually be a, a, huge, a, a hugely uh, savvy political move for the Democrats because. Trump would veto it, and then you get to say to all your voters, even though you don't want it to pass, meaning like Nancy Pelosi, uh, th- those types of Democrats, you could say, well, look, we passed it, uh, and you know, uh, Donald Trump and the Republicans don't want to raise your wages. They want to keep your wages low. It's a great political tool that they're so fucking corrupt they can't even pretend to pass something like that. Yeah, like, exactly. Even as feckless Democrats, they can't even maneuver. They can't even play chess. <laughs> Um, so, you know, yeah, and I just, you know, fucking bums me out because Rashida Tlaib has been great. I mean, they, you know, they were all on her the other day, uh, yeah, yesterday, I think, because she <laughs> said at like one of these, uh, I don't know if it was like at a rally or like a dinner or something, fundraiser, but she was basically like, yeah, we're going to impeach this motherfucker. And people are like, oh my God, how, how dare she say motherfucker about the president of the United States as if yeah. our president is some, you know. Did you see Trump make his speech today about how she brought dishonor upon her family and upon <laughs> this country? And I was like, this guy, fuck this guy. I mean, like, president, grab her by the pussy. Like that's who. That's yeah, locker really. room talk. Um, Shithole countries. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to fucking pay for this. How about that? Yeah, yeah. That's, it, it, that's perfectly fine. I mean, Detroit's pretty hardcore. She's from Detroit. Um, but she's still like, she's almost Queens Bronx hardcore, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know any other politicians from Detroit that are as on fire as she is. And that's what I love about her. But it, it just bums me out that she's still, I don't know, listening to her people or what the fuck her because i don't well, think she's genuinely like what do you th- she knows how fucking bad paygo is like what yeah. like a lot of people are making excuses for this and what they're saying is that you know these freshmen congressmen and women um are trying to i guess play along in the beginning especially the ones that are you know minorities and are already being targeted um you know with all types of racist attacks and, um, you know, xenophobic attacks and things like that, Islamophobic attacks. So they are trying to, like, you know, play along in the beginning. Alexandria Ocasio has kind of, like, been against them from the beginning, whereas mm-hmm. Rashida Tlaib and, you know, Elon Omar and a couple of the other ones, you know, kind of stayed under the radar, and did, but sure. while still doing their own thing. They really weren't speaking out, like, against other Democrats. They yeah. have mostly been, you know, firing back at the media and trolls online and, and Republicans. Sure. So do you think that, like, Rashida and Ilhan are just, they don't have as much of a backing yet, and that's why they kind of want to curry a little bit more favor with the party before I they... I, honestly, I don't know what it is. I just don't respect it, so... Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see, like, the real hateful Islamophobic trolls online, and I see the, oh my gosh, they're the horrifying things they say that like swearing your oath of office on the Quran is a false oath to the country and you're a traitor automatically. Like, 
The whole fucking idea of God is make believe anyway. And and if you fucking swear in a Bible or on a Quran, it's the same fucking God you swore to. Idiots. Yeah. And Paul Ryan fucking swore in on a copy of Ayn Rand's The Fountainhead when he fucking <laughs> yes. swore in. So give me a fucking break. Yeah. Like it's it doesn't mean a damn thing. Conversation. Swear on the phone right. book. You're still swearing an oath to the country. Exactly. Yeah. So no, I and I agree, and I think it's really bad strategy. I, I you know, I'm not willing to write off uh, Rashida right away because I do think that she's got the right instincts. Mostly, I just think I really hope that this shows her because we all know that Nancy Pelosi is not going to let Medicare for all come up for a vote. I hope that she sees that and says, "Oh, what the fuck am I doing? Why would I ever trust her in the first place? Right. Gloves are fucking off. But how much like a Democrat is it to compromise from day one? Oh, isn't, yeah, isn't, that, isn't that just so? Yeah. <laughs> that was part of your orientation. Is they were like, all right, so obviously you need to capitulate to the right wing right away. By the way, Nancy Pelosi, why is the media not fucking 24-7 saying, hey, Nancy Pelosi, why are you reinforcing a right wing bullshit talking point with, with, with this with this austerity oh, provision? Uh, so like, what is wrong with you? Like, the, the ones, they love it. The media loves it. Oh, they love her yeah. because she represents capital. She protects capital. Right. So right. the one thing I can browse while I'm working is just like headlines, you know, like the, the blank homepage for. Internet Explorer hated me. That's the internet browser we have to use oh, the, for the government. But Fucking that's what they, <laughs> I know. Slow as shit. But you can just read. It's not Netscape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, when you, when you get online, it makes that little, like, ringing, uh, you know, <laughs> dial-up sound. Yeah. Um, <laughs> welcome to the government. So you can read headlines, and it's still, like, you know, it's, AOC goes viral for dance video. Nancy Pelosi takes power back. And it's just, it's like, what the fuck is this? The power back from what? Who who did she yeah. take power back from? Other capitalists? No. She made sure same... to return power to the donors back from yeah. the donors. <laughs> like... it, insane the way they cover things different. I mean, I'm glad AOC is in the, in the media at all. Uh, any favorable coverage, obviously, but it's it's still presented as like, look what this quirky kid did who got into Congress. Ha ha ha. You know, instead of like, hey, let's look at the real issues she's fucking fighting for. And I love that they, yeah, they think that, you know, the things that they bring up about her and like other people are like real serious. Like you, you put up a picture or a video of her dancing. Another one was like a picture of her clothes. And you guys think that this is like somehow like... Oh, they're panicked. You know, in, they're so an panicked. indictment of her. Like, what is wrong with these people? Like, they have no lives at all. Meanwhile, you know, we have Republicans going like, yeah, we're going to gas those people coming to the border. We're going to shoot <laughs> yeah, right. them with fucking bullets. Like, what, what? That, that's oh, perfectly God. fine, though, right? Perfectly fine. So, you know, I, I mean, this is it, this is this whole story. I love this story. It is like peak fucking right wing incel, like this whole story. So. They, for anyone that 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 didn't see, basically some anonymous QAnon right wing shitbag account that actually had a lot of followers. They had like eighteen thousand followers. I was surprised to say, um, they were the jewels of of the MAGA right. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, but they they tweeted out this video. I guess that they got from like one of AOC's classmates or some shit, or by being a creep, uh. Uh, and it was like, oh well, here's here's everyone's favorite commie, uh, Sandy Ocasio Cortez, acting, uh, making a fool of herself. Yeah, <laughs> acting like a nit, the nitwit that uh, she is. <laughs> like it was a video of her in high school <laughs> dancing, uh, in her room. doing, College, doing, yeah. doing, or at yeah, or at BU doing like the Breakfast Club uh, right. dance, like, like flawlessly the dance that Ali replicating does. the the Breakfast Club dance. Yeah, Ali Sheedy, and it was like the most endearing, adorable video I've ever seen of a politician. And I'm like. And and but like it's so. F what occurs to that guy to think like, oh yeah, this will fucking get her. This will. I, I I'm real. Like he did really you, thought oh, that. Like, did you read the comments <laughs> under the original post he made of that video? It was somebody. I read a lot of them. Somebody commented, it, "You're, uh, you know, you're just jealous because you could never get a, you know a girl like this in high school." And his reply was, "Oh, and you could." So he's just fucking admitted oh it. He just fucking admitted it. <laughs> Great that, comeback, that's, guys. That's all it yeah. is, oh is goodness. they hate her because she's fucking hot, and they're, you know, 
not. Like they look at themselves in high school and they go, she's exactly the girl I would tr- be, you know, mm-hmm. I- enamored by and would try to talk to. And she probably would and talk to them because she's she smarter than people. I can only imagine but, like what was going through his mind when he first saw that video and he's like, I'm going to post this. I'm going to write I this ridiculous caption that goes her. with it. And he's like, <laughs> in his mind, I'm like, I'm just thinking and I'm just like, I'm like seeing it like typed out and it's just Venezuela, Venezuela, Venezuela. Venezuela. <laughs> <laughs> she went by yeah, Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah so he got so much fuck it he got a torrent of abuse and like you know getting uh, like getting dunked on by like celebrities by everyone else on twitter so he actually deleted his fucking twitter account he took the ultimate l after that one so, <laughs> so I, you here's know, what's funny just... here's what's funny somebody made an account called aoc dancing to everything and just today since this I, morning following it, they yeah. posted 80 80 different i mean it's the same footage of her dancing but 80 different uh audio versions of it just various different songs that account since this morning has 20,000 followers that's bullshit more followers than the guy that posted the fucking video in the first place that's insane i need to come up with something viral if i have to make like a new page i'm like really bitter about it too yeah just get alexander to like make you make a video you'll you'll pick up your you'll you'll pick your followers up in like a month i'm sure it's so ridiculous it It took me so many years i'm so pissed anyway yeah well Um, i've my account now i isn't even a year old and it's i mean it's above a thousand i don't really try really hard to get more followers but it you'll have them back like no time so I, I want to just give you AOC's response to this non-scandal scandal because it was amazing. So first of all, she tweeted out uh, like a video of her dancing outside of her congressional office, office yeah. which was I fucking loved to to war the uh, Ed, uh, was it Edward Edwin Star Edwin Star war. What yeah. is it good for? Is was her yeah. follow up video as she twirls about and then like smiles like flashes that like total anime smile where eyes are just like complete sort of half moons you know and then just dips into her office and that just today in one afternoon already got more than a hundred thousand rts so, so I, good and, and i know this sounds this sounds hyperbolic but like that was the moment i realized like oh no she she's gonna be president she knows exactly what she's fucking doing when it comes to responding to this shit like way more can you imagine if there was like a video that came out of of elizabeth warren or like nancy pelosi like dancing in high school they would like i i I just either they would they would like try to distance themselves from it or they would like cringily try to recreate it or like like Theresa may trying to dance oh Oh god God. yes exactly that was like like the worst thing ever i need therapy after watching that crazy dancing that was awful watching aoc Um, do anything is my therapy to watching any other politician try to be a human being So, yeah, and- but you know what? Pelosi is probably just going to be like, it's a generational thing. Um, <laughs> it's you just know, those- this is how I feel about it. It's <laughs> the, 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 the Bronx girls can dance. It's not like that in Iowa. It's not like that out there in the heartland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You socialists on the that. coast are uh, into the dancing, but you don't understand these Midwestern voters. Don't <laughs> yeah, she yeah. totally understands them from uh, California um, <laughs> with her but, $200 million. <laughs> but like, you know, and I was worried about AOC because she's done things that I've been, you know, that have been questionable. But, I, I, you know, she's she's passed the first real test of leadership, which is are you going to capitulate like every other Democrat or are you going to stand up? to the Nancy Pelosi's of the world, and she is one of three no votes on the Pago vote. It was her, uh, Ro Khanna, who's been really good lately since his snafu where he endorsed Joe Crowley, <laughs> uh, and then pretending like he didn't know who AOC was. Um, right. And Tulsi Gabbard, who's, you know, lar- has some issues, but she's largely yeah. pretty good too, um, as far as, at least as far as Democrats go. Um, and, uh, you know, that's a fucking leader. Like, she, I'm sure she faced a ton of tr- pressure to fall in line with the other uh, women uh, that came into office, all the other Justice oh, Democrat yeah, there's, women. There's that came so in many her. liberals right now that they like AOC, but there's still that part of their brain that thinks she's a Russian agent that's here to divide the party. So, right. I, I, most I, of the comments are just, yeah. 
And I was going to say, like, you know, I, I don't see that she's done much wrong so far. Um, her, she kind of walked back her comments on Israel after she got blindsided by that right wing uh, Barbie on PBS. But her instincts was <laughs> were right, were to call it a massacre. It, you know, and it's yeah. just that she didn't know enough to know how to back it up once she got blindsided. Right. But her instincts were correct in the first place. It's sadly, you know, and I hope she becomes a leader on this as she, as she becomes more confident. I think she would vote the right way on any kind of Israel-centric le- legislation. I just, I, I'm fucking dying for anyone to fucking actually call out Israel, like like an actual elected congressperson to like call out Israel in a meaningful way and not just be like, well, you know, the Israel, I, I'm not a fan of the way Israel has conducted itself. Like, no, that's not enough. But like, you know, that's... Even Bernie is sure. not great on Israel. Another like, reason he's better, why I think, great. you know, Ilhan <clears throat> and Rashida maybe want to get a little more centered within the party. So once they do, hopefully, oh God, can you imagine crossed, if, start if to Rashida... say stuff about that, then people have to take them seriously. It's not just, here's right this new bat. freshman, you know, yeah. I mean, it, there's no time to wait. The human rights abuse is there. The genocide going on right there is, is right now. But I do understand right. the idea of trying to make some friends so that once you go out, you're not one of three people that say something that other people yeah. will stand there with you. And you're, they both happen to be Muslim. So the attacks that they're getting are just absolutely ridiculous. Oh, it, just the most I, hateful I really shit I've think, seen online ever. So Rashida today became a household name, like with, with, with this, you know, impeach the motherfucker controversy that the fact that Trump actually talked about her, like in an oval office thing, means that she, her she her got q rating him. she got to him he couldn't shot stand up that through the roof shit. yeah so with that comes power i mean that's what aoc has she has the power of name name recognition and popularity right so i'm really I hoping hope that, that Rashida, she uses it well exactly yeah i hope she she mm-hmm. channels it the way that aoc has as of as so far since she's taken office like i really hope rashida finds that groove also and i think also you know the thing aoc was has already been directly burned by nancy pelosi with the with the green new deal committee by not yes. creating a select committee and and appointing some fucking fossil fuel you know uh whatever as like the as the head of it um so i, I think aoc has been already directly burned she's like all right fuck that you know fool me once shame on me uh fool right. me fool me twice uh we won't get fooled again as george w bush famously said um, well, I, I looked at but, all the a lot of the tweets from the inauguration mm. uh, day for Ilhan and Rashida, and ninety percent of the comments were, you know, we were rooting for you and we want to be happy for you. Oh, but yeah, your very exactly. first do- vote let us down. And if ninety percent of their I agree with that are there of the comments on Twitter say that they know what their constituents think. They know that people are not right. happy with their very first day in office. Right, that's got to have an effect for people that are that cognizant of social media. <sighs> So I and, and I, the, I yeah sorry, I'm sorry go ahead no you go ahead. but I was gonna say that the comments against Alexandria Ocasio because she voted against it were people like well the majority are against you you don't know what you're doing and this is a good thing because it keeps the Republicans in check and it's like they're like well Ugh. you're just a child and you need to stay in your place until you fi- you know you have experience Nancy Pelosi's a warrior and like all this yeah, other horseshit oh and you know the sec- and the and people like who Tom comes Watson out so hardcore. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. Do you and remember any like prominent accounts women. that said that to her? I'm sure Tom Watson said something I'm like that. I'm not on Twitter anymore, so no. I saw oh, I'm a sorry. lot of just You're random right. comments I'm on Facebook. Asking a dumb question there. My apologies. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's if you see it on Facebook, it'll be a week later after you saw it. You know, when everyone else saw it today. So exactly. But like I said, it was all like 50, 60 year old women that just wanted to yell at her and be like. You know, get in line. <laughs> I um I have a quote here actually that a reporter asked uh, AOC AOC about the dancing video, and she actually, she actually had some really funny, uh, awesome quotes. Uh, so uh, asked AOC uh, regarding this dancing video, she said, uh, "It is not normal for elected officials to have a reputation for dancing well, and I'm happy to be one." Uh, and it is unsurprising to me that Republicans would think that having fun should be disqualifying or illegal. Were two quotes about <laughs> so that's pretty excellent um i have another clip here actually i want to play um so uh 
Ocasio was on 60 Minutes uh, yesterday, I guess, or maybe it was today, uh, uh, with with uh, Anderson Cooper himself, uh, Mr. Vanderbilt. Oh, you have uh, a clip of that? Yeah, I have a clip of that, and it's, it's really telling the way that he uh, subtly condescends, and I guarantee you if you ask him, he would say, no, of course I wasn't being condescending. I was just asking you, a yeah. legitimate question. I'll, I'll save my comment for after we hear the audio, but yeah, it's... it's sure, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to play it, and then we'll, we'll chat about it. Okay. You're talking about zero carbon emissions, no use of fossil fuels within 12 years? That is the goal. It's ambitious. and How is that possible? You're talking about everybody having to drive an electric car? It's going to require a lot of rapid change that we don't even conceive as possible right now. What is the problem with trying to push our technological capacities to the furthest extent possible? This would require the raising taxes. There's an element where, yeah, there, people are going to have to start paying their fair share in taxes. Do you have a specific on the tax rate? You know, you look at our tax rates back in the 60s, and when you have a progressive tax rate system, your tax rate, you know, let's say, from zero to $75,000 may be 10% or 15%, et cetera. But once you get to like the tippy tops, uh, on your 10 millionth dollar, uh, sometimes you see tax rates as high as 60 or 70%. That doesn't mean all $10 million are taxed at an extremely high rate, but it means that as you climb up this ladder, you should be contributing more. What you are talking about, just big picture, is a radical agenda compared to the way politics is done right now. Well, I think that it only has ever been radicals that have changed this country. Abraham Lincoln made the radical decision to sign the, the Emancipation Proclamation. Franklin Delano Roosevelt made the radical decision to embark on establishing programs like Social Security. That is radical. Do you call yourself a radical? Yeah, you know, if that's what radical means, call me a radical. Sorry, my whistle um, there is kind of like my raise the roof, like whoop, whoop, kind of thing. <laughs> I figured as much. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's, he's just so fucking pot. Oh, what God, was with I'm his, sorry. like, you know, six-day-long cocaine binge, raspy smoker voice there? Did you notice that? That's that's his serious journalist voice. Right, um, so you, you couldn't see him, but he's, like, leaning off to the side, squinting, like, you can't be serious the whole time she's talking. Um, yeah, he's a fucking Vanderbilt. Like his mother was a fucking exactly. He, he, he's a, a a bajillionaire that has no need to work ever, but he he got pr probably put into this job because of who his fucking family is. Yeah. It's like exactly his look on his face when she says you know ten million dollars. He's like, hey, wait a minute, I make telling ten million dollars. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, wait, so you're, you're are you trying to tell me that you're gonna come for some of my unearned you're wealth? Gonna, like, you're gonna tax yeah, the top gonna, million I'm dollars. I'm gonna tax that. It's so ridiculous when they complain. It's like, we're going to tax that money that's been sitting in your bank that you don't even fucking touch. Don't even know that you have it. So, like, yeah, for real. Like, I shit. can't even. So the part that, we, that was clipped off there, she, she cites uh, Abraham Lincoln as a radical, which I kind of don't agree with. Oh, but she does yeah. cite his full name, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, not as a radical, but saying, you know, the New Deal was radical. And I've talked about it a bunch, but the New Deal wasn't his idea. It was Francis Perkins' idea, his labor secretary, who many regarded as a communist or accused of being a communist, depending on uh, who you talk to. So the idea of, you know, Social Security, the WPA, the CCC, the Civilian Conservation Corps, all these really prosperous ideas that got us out of the Depression, uh, you know, sort of out before the war started, contributed to the greatest period of, of economic prosperity in this country. So it was radical, far-left ideas, uh, almost communist ideas, that gave us the a, a thriving middle class, where if you right. went to... You know, even just high school, a high school degree was enough to buy a house with, you know, the job it would get you could you could buy a house with. So, yeah, for for, for, for him to say, oh, people think that's radical. No, it's not radical. It was what was fucking normal. Not, I mean, not very long ago either. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it wasn't very long ago. And that's something that a lot of people refuse to acknowledge that, you know, it really started to be slashed under Reagan and every single president after him has basically continued to slash it. Exactly. Yeah. And Jules, Jules, how often do you hear liberals praise Reagan? 
Like, oh my gosh, uh, Nancy Pelosi fucking Today, quoted him twice, again, twice, again in her speech. And how often do you hear Democrats praise <laughs> oh, FDR? God. How often do you hear Democrats even Never. say the name Franklin Delano Roosevelt? Right. So Never. To, so just to hear AOC cite FDR's name, see FDR AOC. It's done. She's president. She's the fucking president now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Totally. No. It makes and, and, me so angry. Like the whole situation is ridiculous. And it's just like he's such a fucking he, he's just such an idiot on purpose. Like that's such a you they never ask the Nancy Pelosi's of the world questions like, "Oh, can you give me an exact figure?" When have they ever fucking pushed back on any Nancy Pelosi bullshit? Uh, well, hey, we want to do Pago. Like, oh, really, Nancy? Well, why don't you tell me how you plan on covering the 28 million Americans that uh, don't have health care coverage right now? No, what, they don't what, give a shit. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Like, they just... What about and, all those and, illegal wars? They don't give a fuck about that either. They push yeah. that. Hang on, hang on. Sorry. I'm pretty sure journalists asked uh, tough questions like, how long is the Afghanistan war going to go on, and how much is it going to oh, cost? Oh, they ask every time they have one of these people on TV that voted for <laughs> it, obviously. You know? Yeah. Um, and but and again, he's just an idiot on purpose. Oh, so you want everyone to be driving electric cars in the next decade? Like, no, fucking asshole. You have to shoot for the moon so that you can at least get us on the path to that. And yeah, maybe by that time we'll have enough infrastructure built up that we won't need to all fucking drive electric cars. Exactly. Like well, she was smart not to answer that question directly. Right? It was a fucking. It was a. Yeah, he baited her with that. Right. So she's getting a little bit smarter about not answering direct baited, you know, bullshit questions like that. Yeah. If it was me, I would have said a third of Americans don't even drive a car. Uh, half of all Americans live in a, a major metropolitan area, live in a city where you could have transit and you wouldn't need to drive a car, right? But it, like, mm-hmm. still, that would get into the whole like, oh, you're taking my car away, you know? Like, and she knows not to do that yeah. either, right? Um, so it, it's she was well prepared, but even still, when you watch her in this interview, you can tell that she's still. Um, a little bit intimidated because she's she's trying to do this thing of being the, the you know she has to be mature beyond her years because everyone's saying oh she's just this kid right but you know that she's still like she's still like she still is kind of a kid she's young she wants to dance that's her natural self um putting on the the game face for anderson cooper is still not quite her natural state just yet right she can do it yeah. with actual voters she can be real with them um so, yeah, I know she's not perfect, but I'm very interested to see how she evolves and hopefully in a good way and continues. She's to going in the right direction, I, power. I feel like, yeah. so far. Um, and apropos of nothing, here's uh, Anderson Cooper taking a shot of tequila on New Year's Eve uh, because he's oh my apparently God. an android. <laughs> I was dying. You know what? That ah! felt good. That felt good. <laughs> For real? It's a Are you kidding? <laughs> I don't drink. <laughs> he sounded like a goat that was dying. <laughs> sounded like Ellen, f- which I don't. Oh yeah, yeah. Was- he, he's really just not. He, he's a he's a fucking android. Um, I'm, I'm I'm convinced most of the Vanderbilts are probably fucking. You know, Andy Cohen staring at him was the funniest thing ever, and he was like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> I mean, if you're um, if you gotta devote every hour of your life to a corporate news network, when do you have time to drink? They pay you twenty thousand yeah. dollars a day to never, you know, to always be a fucking robot. You have no time to get drunk and have fun. Oh my god, I would be all day. <laughs> At that point, you can do whatever the hell yeah, you yeah, want. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah. So I want to, uh, b- before we get out of here, I also want to talk about uh, everyone's uh, favorite gropey uncle, Joe Biden, uh, oh, because he's... Oh, we got to end with Joe? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. I know, right? Just, ugh. Um, so, you know, we're obviously, we've been talking about the 2020 candidates, and uh, he is uh, the establishment's number one choice, uh, because he's actually... Oh, beside Beto or Beto, or whatever the hell yeah. Um, well, I, I think that they, <laughs> yeah, Robert Francis O'Rourke. Uh, I, I think that they figure that, uh, th- I'm sure they don't love Biden, but they know that he's, uh, for some stupid reason, because liberals don't pay attention to anything policy related, uh, still has enough name recognition to where he might be able to beat Bernie in a primary. I know. I think that that's a false, uh, thing to think. I think the second they get on a debate stage, uh, creepy Uncle Joe's going to come out and Bernie's going to wipe the floor with him. But they think, at least right now, based on polls, that he's the front runner. So uh, I want to play a, a audio clip from 
a little speech he gave, uh, I think in like May of this year or of 2018 rather. So not ancient history, like very recently uh, talking about Social Security and Medicare. So just listen to the way he frames uh, Social Security reform uh, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll chat about it. Paul Ryan was correct. When he did the tax code, what's the first thing he decided we had to go after? Social Security and Medicare. Now, we need to do something about Social Security and Medicare. That's the only way you can find room to pay for it. I don't know a whole lot of people in the top one-tenth of one percent or the top one percent are relying on Social Security when they retire. I don't know a lot of them. Maybe you guys do. Do we need a pro-growth progressive tax code that treats workers as job creators as well, not just investors, that gets rid of unprotective loopholes like stepped-up basis, and it raises enough revenue to make sure that the Social Security and Medicare can stay, still needs adjustments, but can stay, and pay for the things we all acknowledge will grow the country. So... Uh... <laughs> A couple things I want to say about that. Just what a number one. Gross. How fucking creepy to, to to listen that was to like Joe Biden. Part of like part of your show. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I apologize if that was triggering for anyone because it's like, like as soon as this is over, that was so gross. Just just when he whispers into the microphone, it's like you you feel him like creeping on your shoulder, you know, <laughs> like a fucking Fuck spider. No, Joe. Um, and all those those so. videos of him leaning in, putting both hands on his shoulder of some young girl and getting down behind her and whispering in her ear, and she's like, mm-hmm. "Ooh, get off me!" And he just holds her. That's, that's that's like he what he did to the podium and the microphone. It, do you know who you know who Bruce Dern is? He was an actor. He was in The Hateful Eight. He was a sure. Confederate yeah, general. Yeah. It just reminds me of him. I mean, he's a good actor and everything, but like it, Joe Biden in that moment reminds me of Bruce Dern's yeah. Confederate general character from Hateful Eight. <laughs> That's just—it's just like the creepiest fucking asshole you can. That's imagine. right. He had to blow Samuel L. Jackson in that movie, so he got—he got justice. <laughs> well, it was—it was his son who had to blow. Oh no, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. But he got then to he hear about it well, right before he got killed by Samuel L. Jackson. Also, spoiler. Alert. It's a good movie. Oh, wow, we just ruined it. a so, movie for people who haven't seen. It. <laughs> nah, it's not. That's not like a main. That's that's like a midway through a four-hour movie. At, yeah. <laughs> so it's fine. Anyway, sorry for um, the sidetrack there. But so, but the but more insidious thing. So number one, um, liberals need to be aware. Joe Biden talks like Paul Ryan about Social Security. He wants to cut Social Security and Medicare. He keeps saying in, in really insidious, clever ways, way more clever than the Republicans who just outright come out and say it, that he wants to means test Social Security. And what that means for people that uh, don't know is that when you say uh, and this is what Cuomo did again with the col- free college bill in New York. When you say, okay, well, we're not going to give it to the super rich because I don't want to pay for Donald Trump's kids to go to college, or I don't want to give Donald Trump social security. He doesn't need the money. What you do is you take it from a social program and you turn it into a welfare program. And a welfare program, which is only taken advantage of by the lower whatever percentage of Americans, is susceptible to cuts susceptible to political maneuvering uh, and susceptible to uh, cap lowering. So they could say, or, you know, right. oh, well, you make 50000 a year. You don't need Social Security. Oh, well, you make 40000 a year. That's plenty to live. You don't need so It allows the Republicans to uh, chip away at it and for the Democrats as sure. a compromise to pass right. bills. When you say it's just there for everybody and that's just the way it is, like the way it's been since its fucking inception – then people can't come after it because people will right. will literally you know burn the capital down if they take their social security away. Right wingers to, to compare it to something right. that doesn't get talked about very much. Um, a lot of people I know they're sort of uh, liberal urbanists and want to have sustainable cities, green cities, all this stuff and uh, public transit. Like I agree with all that kind of stuff, but then they'll say, "Well, oh, but we want to have these mixed use developments that 
basically means condo towers that have shops and stuff in the bottom of them, which is great. That's how we should have. Like, you should be able to go downstairs and go buy stuff from a bodega and go back upstairs. Like, you shouldn't have to drive 10 miles to go get food, right? But they're always unaffordable mixed-use developments. And then they'll say, well, it's mixed income because we have some rich people and some middle class and some poor people. Well, you end up not having the social services in those kind of communities that the poor people (laughs) need. Right. Whereas in a completely right. poor yeah. community, you're going to have lots of social services readily available. You're not going to have any of those services at all when only 10 percent of the community that still lives there is below the poverty line. So in a way, it's kind of the same thing where you get rid of the social services by saying, well, let's just have it work for everyone. Well, it's not going to work for the poorest people if you try to make right. it one size fits all. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's who Joe Biden is. That's who he's been his whole career. He's a fucking right winger. He wrote the crime bill. He was trying to orchestrate with Obama the grand bargain, which was them agreeing to cut Social Security and Medicare uh, in exchange for, I guess, Obamacare passage. I I, I don't remember exactly what the, the grand bargain was for, but they were willing to uh, cut Social Security and Medicare. Um, it, it's just who these people are. They don't give a fuck about you and your fucking struggles. They just don't. They they they're you know, they're, they're fucking Republicans. And, uh, you know, he also was a big, you know, proponent of like the bankruptcy bill and, um, Mm -hmm. and also, you know, fucking over students with, you know, the financial aid rules and, uh, and not being able to get rid of, um, I guess like the loan debt in, uh, in, in the bankruptcy. And he's regularly making speeches that are basically just shitting all over millennials and like younger people. And, you oh, know, the give me really a break speech. Oh God. Well, yeah, the, he, which he's now basically tweaked and used like four or five times. He used it in this speech. Yeah. I mean, he, he, on a regular basis. And he said at the beginning, like, look, I like Bernie Sanders, but I'm not Bernie Sanders. I don't think 500 billionaires are, are the cause of all of our problems in this country. Right. <laughs> Try the world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's the entire world, not just our country. Um, and, 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 and yeah, he, and he's had that comment like in a speech last year. He's like, uh, all these millennials complaining about how hard they have it. Give me a break. Like me a break. Joe Biden is everyone's fucking boomer grandfather. Who, who just does not understand what the fuck havoc they wreaked upon the world by yeah. allowing, you know, Reaganomics to run wild and to destroy the social no, safety net it, he's the, to the point where exactly. we have, you know. He's the boomer grandfather that's got a fucking yacht that cost half a million dollars and says, I can't afford to pay my employees 15 bucks an hour. How would I mm-hmm. live with my? I couldn't afford a roof over my head mm-hmm. anymore. It's like and you own you a fucking yacht, asshole. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Because grandpa's going to come into your room in the middle of the night. (laughs) I should say my grandfather is an exception to that rule. He actually listens to the show and is a big fan. So he's not one of those. But the majority of that. (laughs) I don't know. if Can you say your grandpa's name on the show? Werner. Yeah. He's Grandpa Warner. Hi, Warner. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being awesome. Um, Yeah. But uh, but but he but he knows that people of his generation, you know, it's just that they 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 were derelict in their duties. The, exactly. The ones that you know that that gave into the corporatism and gave into the fucking the myth of of trickle down economics and sure. just. But, but so why did they? My grandparents are awesome and understand that as well. Sure. Yeah. But but they did because they got to take it for granted that socialism or a robust social uh, service platform is what gave them the prosperity to get lazy about exactly the future and, and not think about their own kids. <laughs> it's, it's just, and the way you can easily prove this to them is what is the p- time period that they talk about as the golden era, the 1950s? Yeah. Right. What did the 1950s follow? The new deal. Fucking, <laughs> yeah. The new deal. <laughs> Fucking like 10 years of the, the most progressive president we've ever had, you know, for all of his flaws, the most, the most social Democrat uh, president we've sure, ever had who yeah. instituted all these socialist policies um, that that co- that gave them this amazing economic prosperity if they were white, you know. Right, um, they were white. It's, uh, and it's like they 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 just can't make that connection. They think it just materialized out of thin air and then went away because of of you know right well, Venezuela or and, something. And like sure. I don't know what they think. I'm sure a lot of listeners know that FDR had a whole second New Deal, the second Bill of Rights that was going to be a mm. guarantee of Medicare for workers all. Workers' Bill of Rights. Uh, workers' yeah. Bill of Rights. Yeah, guarantee of housing, housing as a human right, guarantee of a job. 
you know, and he was very instrumental in a lot of desegregation 25 years before it was even considered to be a civil rights issue. So, yeah, yes, he but did. Some he did a lot. Say, oh, that's, that's pretty radical. I don't know. Well, you know it's a little radical. These ideas from 1945 so, yeah, are really I'll, radical. I'll definitely critique FDR for the things I didn't like uh, freely. The mm-hmm. internment camps, um, not doing enough to one. stop the Holocaust at the time. But, you know, it's you can't ignore the good stuff that was done that was extremely sure. radical at the time. Extremely opposed by liberal Democrats at the time. He had to fight his own party more than he had to fight Republicans on a lot of that stuff. Well, you know, he... And we've talked about this a little bit about how Bernie should do this if he wins. He should pack the Supreme Court because the Republicans stole a seat away that they had no right to. Um, and there's no reason why he shouldn't add two justices to the Supreme Court. Yeah. Um, make this, and FDR make the Supreme tried to do Court that. go up to 11. <laughs> yeah. And there's there's no there's no set number that the Supreme Court needs to be at. There's no bylaw. There's no anything. It's just it's arbitrary. So. FDR tried to do this, and the liberals uh, actually blocked it. They they joined the Republicans to block it. Like it wasn't that the Republicans in Congress blocked it; the Democrats joined with them to block his uh, court packing. Fascist so, collaborators. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. Basically. Um. Yeah. Well. You know. On that cheery note. Um, <laughs> can we get another clip of AOC just for fun? Do you have anything you can pull up real quick? <laughs> um. I don't really. Um, oh. But, right. you know, I was hoping no, you would I, do Biden and then do AOC just to kind of un uncreepify the cast towards the end. There. Like a, uh, <laughs> a sorbet after the Biden fucking like so terrible. Oh. Ugh, awful. Awful. Wait. OK, here, I'll play this. This is. <laughs> <laughs> that was her clip of her dancing not that anyone could see just it but the, the the look on her face which made she... me feel better to watch it, yeah so. the look on she was like totally cheesing that was hilarious yeah. the the, um, the full-on anime smile with like the little half moon with her eyes like just just it's it's too cute i can't i can't yeah <laughs> Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that about does it for us this week. Um, I uh, just want to get our plugs in real quick. Uh, obviously, we are on uh, SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash move left, uh, facebook.com slash move left idiots. You can find us on uh, Patreon if you want to support the show. We've had a bunch of uh, people join up on there, which is awesome. Uh, and it's really helping us out because we're going to need to expand our uh, memory, our uh, storage, our hosting in the in the new year, uh, since we're going to be bringing you more shows. And that's patreon.com slash move left. Uh, we are on Twitter. I'm at move underscore left, uh, comrade. I'm at chaos right 1999. And Jules, is there anywhere else folks can find you in the interim? Um, not at the moment. I really was only using Twitter. So, um, I will be back and Hell yeah. I will let you all know at the next show. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No, she will, she will be good. back. And, um, you, oh, and also, uh, our, we have a Teespring, uh, teespring.com or no, uh, tinyurl.com slash move left merch. There you go. Uh, we have a whole bunch of new merch on there. Uh, it's it's pretty cool. So you can go check that. You can get out a sleeve you for your iPhone, show. a Move Left Idiot sleeve for your your smartphone iPhone thing, right? Is yeah, you can Move Left socks, Move Left baby onesie, just a bunch of yeah. random shit. My only reason <laughs> for thinking about considering having children would be that one onesie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I want to thank uh, Jules again for joining us. It was awesome to have you on, Much Jules. Thanks. Thank you for coming it was on. Awesome to be on with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and we will see you next week for more Move Left Idiots. All right.
There's insanity in the control room tonight.